Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. New thinking, new possibilities. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. I'm Sean McRoy filling in for John today. Later in the show, I'll take you back inside the AutoLine garage, but first the news. In order to make installation of the third row seat and other components in the Chevy Traverse easier and more ergonomic for its workers, the company developed what it calls ErgoChair. As you can see in the video, it allows factory employees to easily get in and out of the car as it's rolling down the assembly line without having to crawl in or reach through other openings. It allows workers to be at the correct height for the job and even carries the correct parts and tools needed. Currently, the Ergo Chair is installed at the company's plants in Lansing, Michigan and Spring Hill, Tennessee, but GM is looking into using it at other plants. And speaking of production, IHS Automotive is forecasting big growth in car manufacturing by early next decade. Researchers estimate that global vehicle production will grow by 21 million units by 2021. Last year, automakers built just over 87 million passenger and commercial vehicles globally. As you probably guessed, China will fuel most of the increase, but Europe and North America will contribute to the growth as well, while Japan and South Korea are expected to decline. Fiat Chrysler will be using more 9-speed transmissions in vehicles like the Jeep Cherokee and Chrysler 200. And in order to make sure there's no shortage, the Chrysler Group has begun production of the 9-speeds at a new plant in Indiana. The nearly 800,000 square foot facility will have the capacity to churn out 800,000 transmissions a year. It looks as though the automaker is putting a greater focus on the transmissions to help improve its fuel economy numbers until it brings out the mild and plug-in hybrid vehicles that it laid out in its five-year plan. There's been a lot of change in the executive ranks lately, and we have a couple more moves to report about. Takashi Yamanuchi, chairman of Mazda and former CEO of the company, announced he is retiring after 47 years. Yamanuchi, who led Mazda to develop its Sky Active powertrain and Kodo design language, will step down at the end of June. And in other exec news, Carlos Goen, the CEO of Renault-Nissan, was just appointed to head of the European Automobile Manufacturers Association, or ACEA for short. The organization is the European equivalent of the Alliance of Automobile Manufacturers in the U.S., which helps represent automakers' interests. Goen, who served as president in 2009, is replacing Philippe Varin, the former head of PSA. We've got a great Autoline After Hours coming up tomorrow night, but why don't I let the co-host tell you all about it? Hey everybody, this is Gary Vasilash. Obviously we're not in Farmington Hills, we're out in Northern California, Marin County. We're driving the new Volkswagen GTI. We're going to be talking about this tomorrow night on Autoline After Hours. We're also going to have a special guest in the studio, Jim Campbell, who heads up General Motors, performance cars, and racing. And we're going to bring a Corvette into the studio. So you're going to want to watch it. It'll be Autoline.tv, 6 p.m. Thursday night. It'll be a great show. So hope to see you there. Coming up next, I'll tell you one reason why it's always a good idea to pop the hood before buying a vehicle. 
There's so much to love about Bridgestone's Dueler tires. The amazing traction, the quiet, comfortable ride, and they're really tough. It's like loving three tires in one. When it comes time to replace your vehicle's battery, it should involve little more than popping the hood open, disconnecting the cables, and removing the hold down. But what happens when you open the hood and don't even see a battery? I'll tell you what to do right after this. Auto Line Garage is brought to you by Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. It may surprise you to know that some batteries are not located under the hood. If you're lucky, it's located in the trunk, which requires about the same amount of time to change as one under the hood, so it should not cost more to replace. But some automakers have thought it would be a great idea to put the battery under the rear seat. The idea is that the battery will be in a sealed environment and that it should help weight distribution for handling. But it's not easier to get at and will add a few extra bucks to the repair bill. The only good part about having to remove the rear seat is that you're likely to find some change under there and hopefully you find enough to offset the frustration of having to remove the seat to begin with. But perhaps the worst are the Chrysler models from the LH platform. And those batteries are even under the hood, but you can't see them. The battery is located in the right front fender area, and to change one, you have to remove the right front tire, a portion of the inner fender cover, and the air cleaner box. I even remember seeing a Mythbusters episode where they had to change a dead battery in one of these cars. And one of the hosts said something like, it was very poorly designed, and I couldn't agree more. Now this would not prevent me from buying a vehicle whose battery is not under the hood, but it's always a good idea to try and figure out what extra expenses might crop up from owning a particular vehicle. And when looking at a new vehicle, you're likely to pop open the hood anyhow, so why not make sure the battery is under there? But as for the engineers who want to put it somewhere else, I think the Sunday morning football folks over at ESPN have a line for you. Come on, man! For Autoline Garage, I'm Sean McElroy. But that's a wrap for today's show. Thanks for watching, and we hope to see you right back here tomorrow.